and welcome to the first of two special Christmas episodes of uh, What's Past This Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm James. I'm Damien. And I'm Robert. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about two Christmas pantos that we have coming up. And if that's your thing and you're watching on YouTube, why not like, comment and subscribe? And if you're listening to us on any other platform, please hit that follow button. This is the first episode that we're recording that Damien is editing, although he edited the last one. We didn't. I didn't ask him to edit it until we'd edit uh, until we've recorded the last one. So, so this is the first one the I first know one. I'm going to be editing. Yes. So I can swear as much as I like, um, but I'll have to watch what I say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Censor this. <laughs> <laughs> for all these have to because it's audio <laughs> and uh, no one's gonna know what i've done <laughs> probably yeah. take an educated guess yes hello happy christmas yes bah, I'm back. <laughs> 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 well um this year we've taken on the uh sort of fairly herculean task of producing not one but two pantos um for the first time so uh we're doing one on stage, and we're doing one on the radio. And uh, currently we're rehearsing for the stage one and uh, in post-production on the radio one. Yep. Yeah, and the radio one stars all four of us, and the stage one stars three of us, uh, not Rob. Well, his voice uh... is there. His voice is his there. Vo- oh, you're true, his voice is in it, so yeah. he's there in spirit. I'm just left out with... He's yeah, heard but not seen, one. as they say. <laughs> yeah. And but I'm sure he'll come say... I'm sure I'm sure he'll come and watch the panto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course. <laughs> but um Well that was convincing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> not really. No, because uh, anyway. Of course I will. Um Good. Yes. But oh, ev- no, ev- you ev- won't. <laughs> oh even yes, it, I will. <laughs> even if it is just to come and listen to the sound of your own voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The moment you heard your own voice, Joe's going to pack up and leave. I'm just going to go leave. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can you deal with the sound of your own voice, Rob? Well, yeah. I mean, I've learnt to because you know, doing like my own YouTube videos. Oh, you yeah, know, yes, when yes, I yeah. when I edit my own videos, you know, I have to listen to myself. <coughs> so I've got do, used yeah. to used to that yeah like you know as you guys know like a lot of people don't like the sound of their mm. own voice i don't like seeing themselves on tv or whatever but um you know i do eat you know enough stuff of my own that i'm just used to it now so i think i've read somewhere that the reason why people don't like their own voice is because it sounds different to what it sounds yeah. like coming out of their head yeah it does yeah because of the basiness yeah. yeah. of your skull it sounds different yeah yeah it's because with the with the sound that it takes to like travel around to your ears so if you hold like your hands in front of your ears like that and then speak that's more true to um uh, what you actually actually sound like mm. what about you steve do you listen do you listen to things that you've recorded or a little bit a little bit yeah 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 that doesn't bother me hearing the sound of my own voice to be fair you do have a, a nice sonorous rumble to your voice that's, uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Particularly. Oh, God. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Go on. No, you go. No, I don't know. No, no I don't stop know being gentlemen. When have you go? <laughs> I was going to say, anyway. Back, yeah, no. Back, go ahead, Steve. I, I was going to say, anyway, uh, back to talking about the Pantos, one of which is Jack and the Beanstalk, which will be played on 
Mod FM on Christmas Day at um, about four o'clock. James, is that right? I think it's four o'clock. It's going to be there. It's going to be on Mind of Him, and at some point, it's going to be on our YouTube channel yeah. as well. Here yeah. after Productions YouTube channel, is that yeah. correct, James? We'll probably release it the same day, I guess. Yeah, which is Christmas Day. Christmas Day, yeah. Which coincidentally, on Christmas Day, one of our, um, in fact, is that our next episode of the yeah. podcast that's coming out on Christmas Day? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. We are definitely we are recording this out of sync, so it's going to be confusing for us, but not so confusing for you listeners out there. In this, in in Jack and the Beanstalk, um, well, it's going to be about fifty minutes long. I think is the is the goal, um, and so it, and part of it was we wanted to kind of get as many people as we could to be in it. Um, so there's quite a, quite a big cast um, for something that you know Jack and the Beanstalk doesn't traditionally have that many characters in it. But we added uh, the character of Jill, um, uh, Jack and Jill. Uh, and we've got Damien playing Jack um, this time because kind of his turn for the lead role. Um, so how did you find that? I find it quite fun, really. Um, I wouldn't be able to... Rem- uh, don't believe I would be able to memorise all lines on stage, so it was nice to do it on radio instead. Yeah, don't need to memorise any lines at all, do I? <laughs> but... For Jack and the Beanstalk, all I was thinking in my head is just do a higher voice and talk like this. This is my child voice. It sounds exactly like me, but slightly higher. <laughs> um, and then we've got Stephen playing the giant. Indeed. Which was a, a you know, an obvious, an obvious casting choice. Um, <laughs> you would say it's typecast. For, for his voice. For his voice. <laughs> and also for the... The, the meta level of it being funny um, because Steve's short. <laughs> I was just going to say, nobody can see what you're doing there, Dave, James. You'll have to say something. Yeah. You're just waving his hand around. Well, exactly. That's the beauty of uh, of audio is you can't see that uh, uh, that you're not a giant. And uh, unless, yeah. unless one day we do a, a, a visual thing, uh, you know, webcam video thing, or do it in person. Yeah. Then it'd be different. Then you can yes. make all the chesters you want, but not the rude ones, oh, yeah. of course. No, no, of course, of course. No. <laughs> and that's it's that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, for the project and beanstalk, obviously James had to add um, sound effects to make it sound like the characters are doing something. So I suppose James's uh, purchase of the footsteps plugin has <laughs> been quite useful with this uh, with this one, is it? Oh yeah, I've been using that a lot. In fact, I've been using that today, actually. Yeah. How much did this cost? It was worth every penny. <laughs> 130-odd, was it? I think it was £130, yeah. It was a bit of an impulse buy, but it's... Um, from from where? Where did you buy it? Uh, online. Yeah, I know. It's, well, yeah, online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's, it's really useful. I've used it on many scenes in this production and used it in our short film and all sorts of things. And I maintain it was worth it. It was a, a worthwhile purchase. I think, I, I imagine that, because the first thing I used it for was Broken Homecoming, and actually when I think about it, those pr- it probably cost about £1 per footstep in that film if you'd just gone by. <laughs> You've done more than 130 <laughs> steps in that film, James. Yeah, no, you're probably right. It was probably about 50p a footstep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I've, yeah, um, 
God, we've gone off tra- topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Steve, you did a you did your giants, and um, I I've added some effects to it, but essentially, it's it's there in the yep. the booming. Oh yes. Raw, yeah, uh, it was really good. And also, you had to do it slowed down as well because I did. Right, because I didn't want to have to like digitally slow the recording mm-hmm. down. So I just thought if you if I can get you to talk kind of like this, then it sounds. Which I did so, do. Yeah, I thought you do. I thought you talk like that anyway, Steve. That's <laughs> what I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to think about Ow. what I'm saying. <laughs> a little factoid for you. I wasn't the first time I played a giant. Yeah, you play a very small giant. Uh, well, um, it was in a show I did uh, many years ago now. Oh, was um, Tiny Tim a giant, was he? No. Oh, okay. Not that show. <laughs> it, was, it was actually a version of um, Snow White, I think. I, I, don't, I don't know how the giant came into it, but um, I was, uh, I was um, helping out... Uh, with a group of um, a, a kids acting group, and um, they, they needed someone to play a giant, and so so were you the I tallest was, person in the yeah, cast? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, my character was referred to as um, the world's smallest giant. <laughs> um, can't remember what the reasoning was, but you know. <laughs> Sounds like a title to a Tom Scott video. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was just a, a small role in it because it was more that uh, you know highlight the, the show, the kids' show because it was them doing the show, you know. Yeah. No, was it? It was not Snow White. I tell a lie because I just voiced the magic mirror in that one. So it's not Pinocchio then. No, tell no, it was. It was. Um, it was. Nothing, it was before I did anything with uh, props. It was. Let me think. Beauty and the Beast. No. Cinderella. Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. Alice in Wonderland. No. Peter Pan, Robin Hood. No. Wizard of Oz. No. Pinocchio. No. Aladdin. No. Dick Whittington. No. Babes in the Wood. No. Mother Goose. No. Rumpelstiltskin. The no. pantomime version of um, <laughs> of Christmas Carol. No. Die Hard. <laughs> Pans- uh, that film will probably be on over at Christmas at some point. Die Hard. You see, Die oh, Hard yeah. isn't a Christmas film, though. It's set at Christmas. Though. It's set at Christmas, but yeah. it's not a Christmas no, film. No, yeah, I know, but it's set at Christmas, isn't it? Die Hard 2, is that what, you, is that what you're trying to say? No, say Die Hard film itself. No, as in uh, your character that you're Oh, in. no, no, no. no. <laughs> Die Hard 3? Um, Rapunzel. Hansel and Gretel. Shrek. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't think it was a traditional one. I think it was one that somebody had written. Shrek? Shrek's been written. Oh, uh, right. No, no, it's not that one. <laughs> Shrek? Was it Shrek? No, it's not Shrek. Was it Shrek 2? Shrek 2? Shrek 3? You played Shrek? Was it The Room Pantomime? No. The Room by Tommy Wiseau Pantomime? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, hell no. I'm going to have to censor that. <laughs> yes, you are, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun to do, like, a, a panto version of a really implausible film. <laughs> the Room would definitely be it. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we'd do oh, a definitely. better version of what it bloody was. How dare you, sir? <clears throat> the Room is spectacular. You can't top it. Spectacularly bad? <laughs> well, I can't comment. I haven't seen it. You don't want to. You should watch it. It's so Don't good. I want to? It's so good. 
it's a unique experience. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's memorable. That's why we keep on It is entertaining. It. No. You can't deny that it's entertaining and memorable, which is like two of the three things that a film should be. And if it's good, if, if the film's good enough, it will spawn memes. There's so many The Room memes out there. Oh, hi, Mark. Yep, that's that's one of them. I did not hit her. That's another one. I did not hit her. It's not true. Sentence. It's blank. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, James. <laughs> anyway. Oh, hi, Doggy. <laughs> oh, hi, Johnny. Didn't know it was you. Anyway, that's all going to anyway. cut out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm editing it. That's how it goes, Steve. <laughs> no, it's all staying in. All the room stuff's staying in. Uh, crap. <laughs> this episode is going to be so back and forward. I'm going to have to try and piece it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have fun with that. Mm-hmm. It means I don't even have to try and keep it on track this time. Okay. Yeah. That's your responsibility now. No. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's James. <laughs> Anyway, going back to the panto that we're doing for Mona Fem, or have done, sorry, at this point. Um, James plays uh, the um, well, well, my character, the giant's um, uh, slave, <laughs> slave, or whatever you want to call him. No, I better not say slave. That's not the right word to say, is it? No, my character's unpaid uh, servant. Yes, my character's uh, uh, unpaid servant. Yeah, my character's servant. No, my character's servant. There we go. Yeah. Who is he unpaid? Get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unpaid labour. <laughs> oh, honestly, I can put I wrecked my voice doing that recording. It was so it was it's kind of basically Gollum mixed with that other character in Lord of the Rings. Well you see, James, that's why you should have had some Gollum juice, which is um oh. ginger, honey, oh, don't know. a bit of lemon. <laughs> uh, yeah, mix into a bottle and it's quite nice. I've heard about your golem juice, Damien. I don't. I don't. Want <laughs> uh, I think this is a conversation that me and Rob don't want to be part of, James. No, um, no. Got, if you search no. on the internet for golem juice, you'll be um, you'll be surprised. That, uh, that, I'm sure what, we would. That's basically what Andy Circus drank all the way through, uh, all the way through being golem, basically. What's that? That other character in the um, Lord of the Rings that's uh, Smeagol. No. no, no, he's he's a similar character. He's like the guy that's the servant to. Uh, I forgot his name. Black tongue or black worm? Or... No, worm something. No, worm tongue. Not worm tongue. No, is that <laughs> no, Harry Potter? Wait, that. could be worm tongue actually. Well, he's a worm oh. anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. What's the cat? What uh, he's could be worm So what you're trying to say is, James, you enjoyed doing it. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, so there's a picture of the guy. What's he called? It is worm tongue. Ah, there we go. Something like that. Anyway, it was a kind of. With lots of <laughs> that, lots of that kind of breathing stuff. That's creepy. It sounds horrible. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> anyway, how did you find the role, Rob? Um, yeah, it was it was fun to do, especially the larger paragraphs, because um, you know it was. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't really sure how to how to play it to begin with, so I just sort of tried to play it as like excited and and happy and sort of a little bit over the top as well because it's a panto um but um yeah with like the radio stuff you know with i'm so like used to doing that kind of stuff because uh, with this podcast and with my own youtube stuff anyway so doing like presenting kind of stuff is you know i like doing that kind of stuff so um so yeah, it was it was it was fun, and I'm looking forward to hear it to hearing it 
uh, on the radio and uh, on the uh, Hereafter YouTube channel. Yeah, I, th- I quite like the idea of having a having radio built into the like the version of it, uh, mm. like having a ra- an act like a radio presenters mm. within the story. And I yeah. I quite like the idea of someone driving along and switching on their radio and hearing this fake radio report mm-hmm. and being perplexed by it before they realise what's going on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, I really hope happens um, to someone somewhere. But I hope you can get away with it as well. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't say, oh, we better not do that just in case someone thinks it's real. Because <laughs> it'd be a bit like um, famously the war, was it the War of the Worlds? Yes, it um, was, H- yes. No, I actually was. Yeah. Um, was it H.G. Wells? Orson Wells. Orson Wells, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, supposedly caused a... Uh, people to uh, what's the word cause mass hy- mass hysteria because people thought yeah. that aliens were actually invading when actually it was just a radio play. Yeah. yeah, and then you're you're alongside Saren who's playing another radio host called Nina Tinkler Hayes. So you've got a bit of a double act thing, which is quite nice. Mm. Um, uh, actually, War of the Worlds is written by H.G. Wells. Yeah, but the production was awesome, Wells, isn't it? The radio production that that radio production was. Oh yeah, yes. Narrated by Orson Welles, yes. And also you did your lines, you did it slightly differently this time, Rob, didn't you? Because you recorded your lines sort of on your own without being sort of uh, directed or observed. Yeah, I mean, because we had already gone through the lines, um, you know, a, a week or two or however long before. Um, so, like, you know, you you already heard, you know, me going through them and and, you know, you you were happy with them so um i just tried to sort of keep it the same way as like you heard um that made sense the sentence was so broken but whatever um you know what i'm trying to say um so and yeah and i recorded it um just by myself and um you know i tried to say the lines a few times but you know slightly different ways each time um and then you can choose um so be uh also interesting to 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 hear like which one which which versions did you choose i think it worked quite well actually that you did it like that because you seemed a bit more i don't know a bit more kind of confident or something because there was no one sort of waiting for you or anything you know no yeah one there so you kind of took you get to take your time with it a bit yeah yeah i didn't feel like i was wasting anybody's time um you know it's a bit like you know if if you if, uh you know when you james you um recorded your short stories like by yourself and you said you went through it like thousand times before you had a version that you liked so yeah it's it's a bit like that where you can sort of take more time on it and you're not keeping people yeah and obviously you know with my own lines in these things i that, that's what i do as well and i much yeah. prefer it to yeah yeah because i can just and I, I can experiment a bit a bit more as well knowing that no one has to hear it if it yeah goes wrong or something yeah yeah uh and i've ended up actually playing a second character as well uh dame trot the the dame uh obviously <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> because, really uh, we've uh, had a couple of people that sort of uh, not available for sort of complicated reasons. So, uh, so I done that. I did that role the other day after pulling an all nighter. I was probably hadn't slept for 
15 or so hours and was absolutely or more than that uh absolutely exhausted and didn't really know what i was doing and i was knackering my voice and i kept feeling lightheaded and like i was going to pass out but i got, I got through it and then i'm listening back to it and thinking oh probably could have done that better but but hey ho um hey, it's determination to get it done yeah yeah i did it twice as well because i did the first time i did it in a kind of west country accent and then i thought this sounds ridiculous so i did it twice um but never mind um but yeah it's nice it's nice i'm i'm looking forward to being how being able to hear it on the radio yeah on the Christmas nice, day. yeah um not actually on the radio for me because i'll be uh in england somewhere on christmas day so, so you'll I'll be, be listening on the radio well, on the internet sorry yeah the um if if you type if you go on a mon fm website there is actually a link on there to listen live oh cool there yeah. you go so uh yeah just go and find the listen live link and you can listen to us on christmas day there you go listeners and- and I've got a little bottle of Penderian whiskey that we bought back in the summer when we went on a tour around their distillery. And uh, have oh. you drunk yours, Damien? You yeah, I drank well. mine. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying you were saving it for a specific day, and I'm like, bottoms <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was saving it for a special occasion. Then at some point, I thought oh, I'll save it for uh, when Jack and the Beans talks on the radio. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably leave it behind and completely forget. But no. <laughs> and then you'll be, uh, there'll be there'll be a single tear dropping down your face. <laughs> yeah, I'll phone up the radio station. I'll be like, no, take it off. Don't don't play it. I haven't had me alcohol yet. It's all ruined. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it'd be really nice. It'd be a bit weird to hear one of our things on the radio. Mm. Yeah, and they kind of, you know, gave us a bit of free reign with it as well. Um, they said sort of make it no more than an hour, but, you know, probably between half an hour and an hour. Um, you can put music in it if you want, as long as, you know, you can put songs in if you want or not, as long as you have the copyright. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, kind of all this kind of stuff. So they they didn't they didn't give us too much sort of specification. They just let us get on with it, which is really nice. Um, but obviously, we have to say, submit it to them for approval um, before they broadcast it. Obviously, but so we can't go slandering them. No, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully they don't. Hopefully, there's no, they don't object to anything in there. But probably not. Be fine. And uh, as of recording, I'm about two thirds of the way through the editing and stuff. So it's, uh, it's getting there. Cool, cool. Well, uh, and also obviously the other project we've got going on is Sleeping Beauty. Indeed. Which is hopefully going to be on at the Akhaldra Centre. Yep. Only had, yeah. Um, it this that that is if uh, nothing changes with the government. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. No. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's let's not talk about let's, that, shall we? Let's yeah. be optimistic. We never talk about that certain subject in this show, have we? How's the how's the rehearsals going for that? Yeah, I think it's going all right. Yeah. We've only been doing sort of one a week for two hours, mm-hmm. so it's fairly. Like not an in- particularly intense rehearsal process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's yeah, I think it's going all right. And it is. Um, there's a message put on the group. Uh, Damien said that by Sunday everyone has to be off the book. Um, I, I, do you do you think everyone is going to be off the book? How's how's the learning of the lines going? Oh, we're being optimistic. Everyone's going to be off the book, uh, off book mm. by Sunday. Yeah, yeah, for Act One anyway. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's getting to that stage in rehearsals where you kind of feel confident enough to put the book down but mm-hmm. probably still need a bit of, you know still need some prompting and stuff like that yeah. but being weaned off the script is you know mm-hmm. at this point is like a good thing but yeah yeah, yeah it's uh i think it's yeah it's going all right it's a fairly straightforward show like it's a bit shorter than usual mm-hmm. um it's only an hour and a half with a short interval and it's only a, basically a six-hander. So it's basically designed to be as easy to rehearse as possible, mm-hmm. especially at the moment given current circumstances. So Yeah. 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 It's a fairly straightforward show, like, apart from technically. Technically, it's incredibly complex, but the show itself is pretty straightforward. It's a shame, though, that we had to... Um had to change the way we do panto a little bit. Uh, for example, we like to interact with the audience, yeah. but like I say, yeah. Yeah. current circumstances, we kind of have to change that a little bit. Well, we do interact with the audience, but not going into the audience. Just we have to interact from where the stage is. So it's a fun little challenge. Yeah, I, I think it's that thing of restrictions uh, breeding creativity in terms of, you know, there was a scene in... In the show, in uh, in the script originally, where it was, uh, Steve's character had to go into the audience and do a kind of magic trick yeah. with someone, and then and then we had to change it because of obvious reasons, and um, so we changed it to something that I think is actually a bit more a bit more creative in a way. It's like making you think outside the box, and it's it's similar, but it's just making it be something slightly different. So. Mm-hmm. There's a few little things like that. A good change for the panther, though, is we're trying to make it feel like it fits in with both modern era and the panther era that doesn't have time. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, we've introduced Google into it. Yes. Oh, I hope oh, you yes. didn't listen over there. We've introduced <laughs> we've introduced uh, good old uh, Google Air. Uh, we've introduced um, Uber. That was our previous joke. And we've also introduced phone calls and um, social media Yeah, into our pantomime. Oh, you can't get any more modern than that. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile phones, what will they think of next? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's, I, I think with Sleeping Beauty, it's like, because, oh God, I don't want to sound pretentious. I sound like I'm being interviewed for the RSC or something, but time, I think, you is wish. quite a big... I wish. No, I sound like... Um, sound like i'm talking about a play or something but you know like time is a big part of it because it's it, obviously she falls asleep for 100 years so it's like mm-hmm. well if if that's the interval then obviously then it gives you an opportunity to kind of try and create a contrast between the first half and the second half mm. because a lot of time's passed so, yeah yeah so for instance act two starts with hip-hop song and uh it's really loathsome and it's supposed to be terrible, but um, yeah, it's quite weird and not like anything we've done in a panto before, you know. And uh, didn't you hate creating this hip hop song? If I, uh... it was, yeah, it was fun to record and stuff. Like it was a fun challenge, but it's it, it is horrible. It's fun <laughs> to create something you hate. <laughs> yeah, basically, the idea is that. You've got the prince, rather than having one prince like normal, there's a prince in Act 1, and then his grandson is the prince in Act 2. 
and it's obviously you know, played by the same person. Um, so I thought, well, it'd be cool to have like, you know, if if the old fashioned one is like a traditional kind of panto print, what would the modern version of that be? And I thought, oh, what if it's like an uh, like an influencer? Um, which I thought was a kind of, I don't know, kind of maybe an interesting idea. Might be terrible. Might might backfire. I don't know. It's we're experimenting anyway. Yeah. So it's it's a bit of an experiment, but it's yeah. And he's he's basically based on like people like Jake Paul and that that kind of. Uh, I wouldn't person. go far to say them. That is too much. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing though. You know what I mean? Like that kind of personality and arrogance and. Mm. terrible bragging kind of music and rise and grinds that kind of culture it's really cringy <laughs> as intended as intended yeah but basically there's four songs in the show and each one is supposed to be a kind of more more modern than the last one so the first one's a kind of orchestral one the second one's kind of like a musical song the third one's a kind of disco song and the, the fourth one's hip-hop yeah. So pretty much the songs in in itself is like traveling through the ages. Yeah. 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 That's quite a fun way of just doing something a bit different with it, really. You're doing this on uh, on sh- few nights, aren't you? So what what a a few. What are the <laughs> nights? What's what's the dates that you're doing it? I think there's about fourteen or fifteen performances yeah. scheduled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is uh, it, that won't be over fourteen to fifteen days. We'll have some double days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we open on the 18th of December. Yeah. Do two shows, which is so 18th is a Saturday. So we do two shows on the Saturday, two on the Sunday. The net, the following Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is still school days. So we're only doing evenings. Those we're doing our first ever relaxed performance, which will be interesting. Um, uh, two on the 23rd and then three days off, obviously. And then, 27th to the 30th uh we're doing one show a day i think but it's it's nothing we've not experienced before though at least we know oh, what true. to we know what to sort out basically yes. yeah so it's it i mean like i think it's because it'll have been two years since our last live show it'll be really good to just be back on stage after two years you know so i'm just i'm looking forward to it really me too me three yeah me me <laughs> four i guess even though i'm not in it but, uh, you know, but you're going to watch it, aren't you, though? But you are yeah. in it. You are in it. You're just what? heard and not seen. You heard and not seen, <laughs> yeah. And everyone's going to say, well, that that voice was my favourite oh. character, you know? That voice, <laughs> right. I'm sure I've heard of some very good podcast series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rob plays a character called Prince Maximilian who's never seen on stage but is referenced a few times and is heard as the voice of a letter that's sent so that's quite nice uh and we've also got uh seren narrating yeah pre-recorded uh lynn cuffin um reprising directed yeah she played in cinderella which was a radio one we did last year she played fairy liquid which she's reprising her role for this year um and We've got me and Natalie as uh, king and queen. Yeah. Steve's playing a character that none of us are allowed to say yet because uh, we want you guys to be uh, mildly amused. Yeah. But I feel just, sign a... just mildly. 
Not at me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Everyone in the cast had to sign a non-disclosure yeah, agreement. Yeah, an NDA, for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, we've got, We've got something kind of something kind of cool and and a bit different, yeah, uh, for Steve's character that we're we're not going to talk about. It was actually Damien's idea originally about a year ago, mm-hmm. and I noted it down and thought I'm putting it in this script. So it's funny my little like my little uh, ideas normally come from me just workshopping really bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I come up with really bad ideas, and and then one out of like a hundred of them, Jim's like, "Oh, say that again." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're good at coming up with titles as well, Damien, actually, because you came up with the name of the company and this this podcast. Podcast, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that, but I can't I can't be um sensible. <laughs> I'm just wacky. It's just anything that comes into my head is random and sometimes works but doesn't work right. Yeah, I don't know. Some yeah, sometimes you just need something like that. Mm. Saying anyway. that, that we've always come up with good ideas in the past that all of us have yeah. come up with good ideas in the past that we would save to use later on. Yeah. Yeah, well, I have a an ongoing note on my phone for Panto ideas specifically, and a lot of them are terrible. <laughs> so they're written by you then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of them, I read them back like six months later. I'm like, either I think, what does that mean? Or what was I thinking? Or both. <laughs> but, uh, but occasionally a good one, you know, makes it onto makes it into a script. So th- this one is, is quite nice, and I think it'll go down well. Um, hmm. Some some of our jokes that we've got through, uh, through the pantos uh, might eventually be ongoing jokes. Like we've definitely repeated one or two jokes from um, from Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, there's the Uber joke, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Um, which again was Damien. <laughs> is, yeah. is that your joke? Yeah. Yeah. From the um, Cinderella script that we made for props, if you remember that. Yeah, Cinderella which we adapted the ball. into. Yes, if, which we adapted into the radio one, which and that joke is also in the the radio <laughs> one as well, isn't it? And now it's in this one too. Yeah, that's <laughs> the little signature joke. Um, it's only a joke that basically means we haven't got the budget. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The joke was, you know, it's the flying the flying carpet, and they they get the audience to recite a spell to try and get the carpet to fly, and it, obviously it doesn't work. Um, and so they go, oh, Sod this, let's get an Uber. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit silly, yeah, but it's it's quite fun. And then we used it again in Cinderella when they they try and enchant the pumpkin to turn into a carriage and that doesn't work, so they get an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) And then in this one, it's the... um, Uh, the, One of the the characters in it, basically, um, their bike broke, their... uh, well, one of the characters, their vehicle broke, so um, so they said, "It's okay, I'm just going to get an Uber." There isn't an Uber reference in Jack and the Beanstalk, is there? I don't remember anyone. <laughs> oh no! Get an Uber to the top of the Beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um, there is a sort of implausible. Uh, implausible transport joke if you want to be a bit more broad about it because there's a bit about Jill's helicopter oh yeah you should uh, oh no if it's not too late you could get Jill to say um, this is my helicopter I call it Uber (laughs) (laughs) this is my Uber helicopter you like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm sure she'd be really impressed if I got her to re-record all the lines in a a silly voice and 
And that noise means we've once again come to the end of an episode. If you uh, like what you've listened to, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. This podcast is also available on a number of other streaming platforms. Why not check us out on Deezer? Don't forget to check out the links in our description for other channels and websites. On that note, it's a... Merry Christmas, little fella. From me. It's a Happy New Year from me. It's a Merry Crimbo from me. Crimbo. Crimbo? (laughs) Crimbo. Never heard of that. Maybe not. And to play us out, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, This time we are going to be playing a short extract from the opening scene of Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, We hope you enjoy and uh, we hope you enjoy this episode as always. Thank you ever so much for listening, watching and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Yum, yum, yum. There's nothing quite like a tender side of beef on Christmas Day. That should keep me going through the sound of music. Garçon? Yes, sir? You may take my plate away now. Certainly, sir. And did sir enjoy sir's meal? As it happens, I did. I'm glad, sir. Of course, you mustn't take any credit. After all, you did prepare it in my kitchen. Yes, sir. Right. Off with you. I have a date with Julie Andrews, and I mustn't keep the fair lady waiting. Mary Poppins, sir? No. The sound of music. To each his own, sir. May I remind you that I don't pay you for your opinions? Actually, for that matter, I don't pay you at all, do I? Not yet, sir, but one day, sir, I hope to prove myself worthy of sir's famous benevolence. Sir is truly kindness personified. Uh, You're a sycophantic creep, and you make me sick. Get out of my sight. (laughs) Certainly, sir. And is there anything, sir, requests for sir's supper? Perhaps uh, a horse or a a sheep or a, a human? What? For supper, would sir fancy eating a horse or a, a sheep or... Or a human? You did say human, didn't you? Are you offering? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Good. There's no meat on you anyways. You're like a sack of bones. (laughs) Quite true, sir. But I could perhaps procure you one, sir. A young, juicy, sumptuous human being. Now there's an idea. That's exactly the kind of pie in the sky, castle in the clouds thinking... That might finally earn a lowly slave like you 
some money. Thank you, sir. Sir is truly a deity amongst gods. Oh, go and get me a Guinness. I'm missing a bit with the nuns. <laughs> <laughs>